This episode of Haunted AF is brought to you by Imbuze, a line of alcohol-infused kits handmade from dehydrated fruits, spices, and herbs. It's a great way to kick up your cocktails at home. Imbuze was launched by a cocktail lover and mother of four back in 2020 since everyone was skipping bars and drinking at home. It's an easy way to make all the great drinks you love but wouldn't normally attempt at home. Yeah, because half the time you don't have all the ingredients you need and wouldn't even know where to find them. For example, one of their more popular kits is the Old Fashioned with dehydrated oranges, sweet Michigan cherries, and handmade bitters-infused sugar cubes. It pairs perfectly with bourbon, whiskey, or brandy and makes 8 to 10 cocktails so there's plenty to go around. There's also plenty of in-booze kits to choose from. Flavors like spicy margarita, hot toddy, Caribbean rum punch. They even have kits for mocktails, so there's something for everyone. Follow them on Instagram at Kits for more ideas or head straight to their shop at InBooze.com. I have got some ghost stories for you. I come home from the gym and the chairs are all stacked upside down. I'm like a very intricate stack. There was a werewolf on our porch swing, holding one of our kittens. The pen was all busted open, and there is blood everywhere. There's like somebody standing in the middle of the bed with their finger pushing straight up on the canopy, like a tent pole. But there's nothing there, and I laid in bed like a little kid. I pulled the covers up over my eyes. <laughs> this little boy told paranormal investigators, apparently my grandfather came back from the dead to harass a toddler. <laughs> so that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. And I hope everybody enjoys the new intro, the yeah! Haunted AF theme song. Um, coming up, we've got a story from the Bell Witch property. Ooh. Yeah, that's scary enough, but apparently sure. there is a haunted cave no. on the property. We also have a new segment to launch and a brand new Dead Pet of the Week theme song, which Yay! you haven't even heard this one yet. I, I No, I love it. cannot wait for you to hear it. But first, we need to thank our new patrons. We've got Anna. Maria, Helen White, Dallas Bryan, Chelsea Stanley, and David Doss. Also, some big love to Donna. I'm going to try to say your name right. Sulikoski? That sounds right to me. Donna Sulikoski. She actually just became an annual patron. So thank you very much for that. And um, we actually have posted seven different mini-sodes since the last season. Um, and we're going to be posting weekly Patreon pre-games. Mm-hmm. So please um, check that out before each and every episode of Haunted AF. If you finish this episode and you've binged everything and you're like, I need more. There's tons of content more. in there. Yeah. And we're also going to set up some Q&As this season. And you can also become an annual patron, which say, money plus it's super cheap and it's an easy way to support the podcast uh we also have on there an interview we just did with steve shipping oh, i uh, love him i know and this is wild so he did a documentary for discovery plus called mm-hmm. scream the true story right because apparently the scream movies are based on actual murders which i had no idea until maybe a week ago yeah same and in fact part of me wants to call bullshit on it because it's so <laughs> it's so loosely based yeah there's not a whole and even steve is like yeah it's a very loose kind of right. connection there but, because uh, dude did not, in fact, wear a costume around yes. town to murder people. Which, that's actually the thing I was most excited about. Right. You know, was the idea of him actually wearing the ghost broad mask. broad daylight yeah. and killing people. But that didn't actually happen. That didn't actually happen. But anyhow, I was interviewing Steve Shippy talking about this. And it was really wild. At least I thought it was wild. Okay. Dude, I, I no, I, I'm right there with you. Okay, because he's talking in the interview about how they were at this haunted house. And the spirits were setting off all the alarms on their equipment Mm -hmm. well in the middle of this my house alarm starts going off oh my god and this happened twice so you have to listen really carefully to hear the house alarm beyond what she was sensing my gear was basically working with her in tandem when she would say something was there the gear would light up 
Cindy was wondering, who am I making contact with? She was sure it was Danny, but then she wasn't sure. Uh, But whatever was displaying this power had the ability to set off my devices all throughout the house at the same time. That's two different times that it happened. So I definitely heard it. I had to stop the interview and like go and check my alarm. But the wild thing is when I was editing that soundbite, the alarm went off again. What? Yes. That's nuts. True story. I know. I was like, Steve Shippy, get your weird spirits out of here. I do have a question about the alarms. Was it like a door open? It was a low battery. So it was a legit legit reason for the alarm okay. to go off but it was weird that it was happening right then yeah i mean then it happened again and when then you were recording ha- right exactly how far apart was that oh that was like 24 hours no stop yeah so i mean it it was something yeah it was, it was weird there was definitely something happening uh we also got this uh something interesting from david jasso hello i'm comedian david jasso so i've been fascinated with the paranormal for as long as rem- i can remember so we tried to do as many ghost tours as possible and i've always wanted to do the stanley hotel i seen it on the show ghost adventures and i went to colorado earlier this month in january uh we did a ghost tour it was pretty cool but we didn't really experience anything but after the tour they allowed us you know to kind of hang out so me and my wife left the interior and we just walked outside you know i started to admire the scenery uh the hotel is a beautiful place and my wife started walking towards the car she was maybe about 20, 30 yards in front of me. And she turns around and she goes, babe, stop scaring me. And I look, I go, what'd you say? And she says, I thought you were scaring me. And she came running towards me. And I go, what's wrong? What happened? And she says, I heard you or heard something whisper in my ear. You know, I heard it loud and clear. I thought you were scaring me. So I started taking pictures. And it wasn't until I got to the hotel where I saw the picture. I was like, how many other people have caught anything like this at the Stanley Hotel? So I went on Instagram, searched the hashtag Stanley Hotel, and I came across one that was posted by Haunted AF maybe about a year and a half, two years ago. And it kind of looks similar to what I took. And here's a picture of a side-by-side comparison. It does look like the same little boy, but that was my story. I'm a comedian out of California. I am starting a paranormal page as well, Chicano Paranormal. I'm going to start doing investigations, you know, with a friend of mine. And we're going to start a series mid-February 2022. So hope I could work with you guys soon. I got more stories to tell. I appreciate you guys having me. David Josso, you can follow me at David Josso Comedy or my paranormal page, Chicano Paranormal. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, David. Yes, absolutely. Keep in touch. Let us know what you're up to. Just a quick reminder, if you have a project or a podcast or something you want to promote and you're sending us material, please include it because we definitely want to share that information. And if you're listening to the podcast, go to hauntedaf.com, find the companion blog so you can look at this picture and see David's video. They look the same. They look the same. It's pretty wild. It's freaky. And I wish I could remember who sent us that photo. And how long apart are the actual images that were taken? Yeah, because we posted that early. A while ago, yeah. yeah. It's wild when you put them right next to yeah. each other. So definitely go check out that photo. Yes! That's fantastic. You want to hear it again? Yeah. Dude, it's like so professionally recorded. That is courtesy of Curtis. Yeah, thank thanks, you. Curtis. Thank you, Curtis. Definitely Curtis didn't do that one in the bathroom. No doubt. <laughs> that was really, and we've gotten a handful of really fun Dead Pet of the yeah. Week theme songs. So please keep sending those. <laughs> Hauntedayofpodcast at gmail.com. Hello, Julie and Rebecca. My name is John. 
In the fall of 2020, my wife and I bought a house right outside of Asheville, North Carolina, and we have noticed that we have a little ghost. This ghost is a small gray cat that we occasionally see in the house. We do not own a cat. There are no cats here, and our dogs don't seem to notice this cat at all. We see the cat in the bathroom sometimes, and I have even seen it while I was cooking in front of the stove. I felt something brush against my feet and walk around like cats do. My wife actually saw the cat at her work one day. It just visited her and was just sitting in the middle of the store she was working at. Guess it previously lived here. We have started calling it Ghost. It's not their cat. Yeah. It's somebody else's dead cat. Let me ask you this. Uh If you felt like you had a cat next to your leg, a ghost cat, do you put your hand down and pretend like you're petting it? I would. I Wouldn't actually, you? I did that the other day. Because you, did you, wait, hold on. Did you actually feel a ghost cat I, on you? I, I don't know. You know, you know how you always have like weird little muscle spasms yeah. or sensations. I had like a little like bink on the back of my leg. Um, when, and it felt like a little cat nose. Aww. But you know, it could be anything. But then I was like, oh, what if that's one of my little ghost kitties or right? something? So I put my hands down like just in case. I like, have no problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> okay. So this story comes from Sarah. She sent it to us back in August. So sometimes I put these longer stories on the back burner. I almost feel like we're doing season one, the reboot. I know. We we kind of are. I literally went back and started reading emails from the very beginning that I had skipped for whatever reason. And then I'm writing to these people and they're like, what the hell? What are you talking about, lady? Seriously. So anyhow, this is from Sarah. The title of the email is Ghost of the Parkway Murderer. Sarah says, hi, ladies. I love your podcast so much. First, a bit of background. In Williamsburg, Virginia, the historic... Colonial Parkway was the site of a slew of murders between 1986 and 1989. At least eight people were murdered, mostly two at a time, and the killer has never been caught. Mm. The running theory was that a local farmer used a retrofitted police cruiser to pull people over on the parkway, then murdered them. There was never enough evidence to arrest him, so the case went cold. Here's my story. I lived in Williamsburg for about nine years. The neighborhood I lived in butted directly up to the parkway. As you can imagine, living in Colonial Williamsburg is boring as f*** if you aren't a history buff. (laughs) Yeah, I can understand that. (laughs) So as a high schooler, we learned to make our own fun. One night, me and two friends were wandering the woods between my house and the parkway. As is strangely common in Williamsburg, we found a pair of headstones dating back to colonial times. They were on a small hill that overlooked an abandoned portion of the parkway. Bored and looking to do something spooky, we did the totally normal thing and tried to commune with the dead. We got some candles and returned to begin our totally improvised seance. Yes. About 10 minutes in, my friend said, do you hear that? Nah. We froze and heard the distant sound of crunching rocks like tires on gravel. We jumped behind the gravestones and looked down at the abandoned section of Parkway. Down the hill, there was a car with a spotlight driving slowly. It looked like an old police cruiser with a window-mounted spotlight and a sheriff's emblem on the door. Even had the small bubble police light on top. There was a shape behind the wheel, but in the darkness, all I could see was a person with their hand on the spotlight. I tried to whisper to my friends, but suddenly everything stopped. The light clicked off, the sound of the tires stopped, and everything was silent again. We stood up, looked down into the parkway, and there was nothing there. No car, no person, no bright light. We looked at each other, wondered which one had just shit their pants, (laughs) and then we bolted back to my house to watch One Tree Hill. I don't know what we saw, but it scared us badly. Was this the killer still cruising in his fake police car? 
or is he dead? Either way, I said, F- that noise, and I'm never going back, and sure as shit, we haven't. And again, that is from Sarah. Wow, that's a great story. Yeah. And also, it- One Tree Hill might be the scariest part of it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll post a link to this story about the what Colonial Parkway story. murders. I know. So go to hauntedaf.com, and this is episode one, season seven, to find a link to those. But or is just... it plausible that he could still be alive? Yes, absolutely. So he could be like 80-something years old and, and like still... still stalking around trying yeah. to kill some people. But he wasn't there. I That's so good. Okay. <laughs> one, two, three. Weird shit. Weird shit. It's not a ghost. Not a glitch. It's weird shit. (laughs) Turkey. Turkey sound. That's all you're ever going to get from me. My guitars sound like turkey. I was also doing the Wayne's World thing again. Is that what you were doing? Can we make the Zoom ripple? My editing skills are not... (laughs) Not that good? Not that good, no. (laughs) Maybe our intern can do it. Oh, yes, we should send out props to the... I know, we have an intern. Haunted AF intern, Nick. Uh, So this next story. Hey, Rebecca and Julie, my name is David. I have a story, and I hope that you can help me figure out where it falls in the realm of weird. Because although it's not haunted, it's definitely unexplained. I've always had an unnatural ability to remember things things, even at an early age. I was born in a small town in Arkansas, and when I was little, I had a very vivid dream. In it, I was walking down a road and looking at my feet when I heard a voice call out to me. I looked up and saw a man standing next to a baseball field, and he was waving at me. As I waved back in the dream, it ended. I thought about that dream for quite some time because it was so vivid. It wasn't really creepy, though, until much later. My family moved to Georgia, and I went on with my life. One day, when I was 14, I had finished playing a baseball game and was walking to the car when I got an overwhelming feeling that I'd been there before. I was looking at my feet and I heard someone call out to me. I looked up and I saw my coach waving to me from the baseball field. It was the same dream I had had years ago. And the weird thing is when I had the dream, I had never been in Georgia and I had no clue who the man was waving to me. I'm hoping you guys can find an explanation or maybe someone who's had a similar occurrence, David. We don't usually share dream stories, but I really like this one. Yeah. And it felt like a really good intro to sure. our weird shit segment because dreams are weird and totally. even though I think we all have those things where it's like you have the dream but it feels like more than a dream mm-hmm. okay one of the weirdest dream things that I have on a regular basis mm-hmm. is waking up and having to remember who I am do you ever have that Ooh, no I have that moment uh, yeah. I don't like that at all it's weird I hope that's I know <laughs> not a sign of something does anybody else have that because I wake up and I'll be in the middle of some crazy ass dream you know where I'm blowing up a car or chasing somebody down or whatever and then I have to like oh no I'm Julie I'm a mother of two and I'm married and I'm in my comfy bed whoa that's funky so you don't have that no but I have dreams where I die and they say that's bad how is that bad you're not supposed to die in your dreams you're always supposed to wake up right I just spit on you no 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 you're wiping your face and I'm like I'm a Spitter, so no, I no. On you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Random side note there. I was like, oh God, I spit directly into your eye. No, because I'm looking at you going, do I have an eye booger? Is she looking at my eye boogers right now? Oh, well. I dreamt once that I was being stabbed. But um, did you die or did you wake up in the middle I of did, being stabbed? I did die. And I have dreamt that I was being bitten by a snake and I'm yeah. like blacking out from the venom and right. I'm thinking, oh my God, am I dying like, or am I just it. passing out? Yeah. So yeah, send us your weird dream shit. <laughs> We'll be right back. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings from haunted houses to castles 
bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. I have a dream app that can interpret, by the way. I don't know how accurate it is, but I love to put my dreams in there. And I want to know what it, what does it mean? Why do I have to remember who I am when I wake up? And is that evidence of the simulation? Like oh. maybe I'm coming from your some other. Your creator has to retype your info. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming Ew. from a different game and my info has to. Okay, anyhow, next story. <laughs> this comes from Rick. Ladies, I love your podcast. Thank you. I recently started listening and have lots to binge, but wanted to share my story with you. Back in the 90s, I traveled monthly for business and typically stayed at moderately priced motels like La Quinta or Best Western. On this particular night, I had just turned off the TV and was drifting off to sleep when the bedspread started to slide off the foot of the bed. I grabbed the bedspread and pulled it up to my neck, but when I did, there was a slight resistance, like something was holding it. This happened twice. I put my arms back under the covers and again, the bedspread started to slide off the foot Mm -hmm. of the bed for a third time. This time I grabbed it and I pulled up on it only to feel an even stronger resistance. Something was pulling the bedspread off the bed. Mm -hmm. I could almost sense a presence there, but the room was completely dark and I could see nothing. Here's the weird part. I was half asleep and completely sober, but I was not afraid. In fact, I was annoyed. I actually yelled, knock it off, damn it. (laughs) And the resistance immediately stopped. I was able to pull the bedspread up and was not disturbed for the rest of the night. I know this story is simple, but it has stuck with me for over two decades now. And the memory comes back each time I check into a hotel. And again, that's from Rick. I'm bah. like, that's like reason number 800 not to put the bedspread on you when you're at a hotel. Oh, God. You oh, know, they I always know. say like all the DNA is on there. Oh, and all the, yeah, the black light yes. and the splatters. Yes. Oh, yeah. Bring your own blanket. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next story comes from Denise. And she says, I've seen ghosts before, but the time I was most scared occurred in the famous Bell Witch Cave in Adams, Tennessee. Yes. Yeah, and if you are not familiar with the Bell Witch, we will post some links to stories. There's like Supernatural did a really great podcast about it. So it's Astonishing Legends. Didn't we have a Bell Witch story in the first season of Haunted AF? Possibly. Okay. I'd be surprised if we didn't. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Denise says, I took my two nieces up to visit the property and the cave about 20 years ago. I am not fond of small spaces like caves. So when the girls were there with the rest of the tour group, I stood by the entrance near a hollowed out spot where Native Americans used to bury they're dead in the 1800s like that's less creepy <laughs> like you're, you're hanging out at the funeral site while they're in a cave like yeah. you're not in a safe space yeah uh they say if you see mist rising from the grave you need to take a picture well i thought i saw mist so i shot several times suddenly someone put their hands over my ears and all sound disappeared I was frightened, but I couldn't move. I said out loud, whatever is here, I mean no harm. And after a few more minutes, whatever was holding me, let go. I didn't mention this to anyone because I didn't want to scare my nieces. But on the way home, we got lost and ended up in Springfield, Tennessee. That's the opposite direction from where home is in Nashville. Oh, she's blaming the witch for getting lost. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, Also, the photos from that day showed lights all over that grave, so the Bell Witch must be alive and well in Adams, Tennessee. Okay, Denise, you have to send us those pictures. Please. And for, for future reference, if you send us a story and you're like, I took these pictures, damn it, 
Show us the pictures. Send us the pictures. We need the proof. She said that that was 20 years ago. And it's so, it's like the more time passes, the harder it is to get this evidence. Mm -hmm. But if you have it, please send it immediately. Okay, we have to send some love out to Keely because Keely has sent us approximately 200 stories over the past like two weeks. Yeah. So she found the podcast and she's really digging it. So Mm -hmm. thank you, Keely. Here is her story. My little brother is over in Oklahoma at Fort Seal for the National Guard basic training. He came home for Christmas and started laughing and he says, so I've got to tell you about my barracks and my sergeant because he knows I love the haunted things. And so he's like, apparently my barracks are haunted. And I said, well, why do you say that? And he says, well, one of my sergeants has said he's seen things in there. He's heard sounds and stuff when nobody's there. The funny part about that is if he like hears a noise while we're in there or if like he needs to come check on us, he'll kind of just like pop his head in real quick. Kind of Scooby-Doo, you know. Um, And then he'll walk through and he's like holding this cross and he's like scanning the room with it. (laughs) Um, I did hit him up yesterday, asked him if he could have his sergeant maybe record some stories for me or maybe tell him um, so that he can get them to me. But I did do some research on Fort Sill in Oklahoma and it's been around forever. It's, I guess, pretty haunted. I don't know, maybe check that out. Anyway, love you ladies. Bye. Thank you, Keely. And she's not kidding. This yeah. Fort Sill is so haunted. Is so it? if you Google it as S I L L and we'll post some links at hauntedaf.com. But yeah, I mean they do ghost tours there. Wow, it we is, should go. Yeah, it's Oklahoma. Yeah, we it's could not drive. Very far. Imagine you have to sleep in there, but your sergeant will right? only come in with a cross. Yeah. Like we need to talk to that sergeant. I feel like they're probably not allowed to share those stories. What if though? that's like government information and it can't come out for like twenty years? from now or something. Oh, it's in some sort of like sealed file. Yes, just like you know, all the aliens and UFOs and such. I love military ghost stories for some reason. Why are they so much more like, I think it's because you have like an entity, a government body like recognizing that this really happened. Yeah, there's like immediate legitimacy to it for some reason. I love it. Okay, so remember guys hit up our website, hauntedaf.com we got the companion blogs there and of course all of our wonderful merch, which neither one of us have on today. Oh my gosh. I forgot, I couldn't find my haunted we, AF shirt. Uh, we do have new haunted AF masks. Oh, they're so cute. So they're super cute. Yeah. And um, so I was really struggling to make one. And I was like, I don't know if this is right. So I ordered one for myself before mm-hmm. I promoted it. Hang on. This is the haunted AF mask. It's Look so at cute, that. Though. Well, it was supposed to be black and it's supposed to say haunted yeah, AF. The rest of <laughs> But it's just white with the stupid AF on it. It's like the biggest mask fail ever. I, honestly, I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. It all, you almost look like a creepy-ass nurse that's going to come in and like start <laughs> killing some people. So it just says AF, AF on it. But anyhow, if you go to hauntedaf.com and look in the store, we have legit. <laughs> ones. They're black ones that say Haunted AF and they're badass. Oh, and before I forget, you also need to check out our YouTube channel. That's oh. right, because there's always uh, more content there as well. And if you want to become a patreon we would love that we need your support all the time so patreon.com slash haunted af yes and please tell your friends and family about the podcast also leave a nice review Mm -hmm. too if you like haunted af say something nice about it if not keep that ugliness to yourself (laughs) or just scream at us in the car when you're alone i'm sure you do that as well that'll feel good most importantly keep sending all those scary stories to us so we can share them with everybody your haunted pet stories ghosts bigfoot ufos weird shit All of it. All of it. Send it to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com so we can 
continues it on season seven, Yay. Haunted AF. And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalaga and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 